This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the G Podcast. Every week we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping hot tea from Tanya B. And of course, you can check us out uh, every week at castropolis.net. Or you can also listen to us on Amazon um, after the podcast on our podcast on Amazon Music. All you have to do on the Echo Smart Devices say, Alexa, play This Is The G Podcast. And, you know, coming up, we do our normal thing. We're going to do uh, Syracuse Mike's News, uh, Hot Tea, I said, from Tanya B. Uh, we had a special guest scheduled, but, you know, we uh, as always, you know, because, you know, Carl Banks does analysis for the NFL. And of course, uh, you know, I, I ain't going to fight in, in, what is it, uh, NBC. <laughs> so, so NBC gave him a call and said, hey, dude, we need you. So so Carl has got to do, I guess, Sunday night football. So we'll check him out on either the uh, radio side or the TV side. But uh, Carl's going to reschedule. <laughs> but you know what he did do, at least? What did he do? Uh, he gave us uh, the stuff, the goodies for our winners, and they pulled two names. So as I reach, I, I don't have a drum roll, so I'll just do this right here. I hope we do one now and one the next half hour. <laughs> yeah. How about that? You're going to wait till the next half hour and do it? No, you can do it. Do one now in this first half hour, mm-hmm. one in the second half hour. But I will also say this is not, you know, boo-boo the fool. This is official... NFL licensed gear. Okay. This is the real deal. It ain't out the hey. truck. <laughs> so it, do the, uh, <laughs> it ain't out the truck. Do, hey, do we get anything? <laughs> you have to submit your information yeah. uh, from Usher Board number two, Deacon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's oh, the first. Here's the first name. Damn. Well, I, as I said, the Falcons gear is on clearance, so yeah. I don't know if you want that. Yeah, the Falcons. I don't know. We got to get to that in just a minute, though. The clearance and the Falcons. But the first winner for the first half hour is Franklin Lewis. Y'all give it up for Franklin. Franklin Lewis is the winner, and his favorite team is, of course, Carl going to choose the Giants. <laughs> the guy the guy who says his favorite team is the Giants. <laughs> so, Franklin Lewis, hey, man, we appreciate you listening and appreciate you supporting the G-Podcast. You got Giants gear courtesy of G3. Damn, that fits, too. G3, Carl Banks. Thank you so much, Carl, for hooking them up. Um, again, Franklin Lewis, and we'll uh, choose another one in the second half of the show, okay? I hey hey here's the deal before we even get rolling I gotta I'm gonna have to do this because I already got the text from one of our Smurf our Smurf buddies uh, you know uh, uh, Vi knows who the Smurfs are you know we'll explain that later but one of one of my Smurf buddies already said I know y'all gonna say something about the Falcons they won today so I'm gonna give it up oh they did they won. I mean, they were they they were playing the Vikings now. Vi didn't want them to win because Vi wants a higher draft pick. But, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I think really from from my standpoint makes me a happier camper. The fact that they changed. They made the changes. I think they needed to be made. They made Thomas Dimitrov is gone. And Dan Quinn is gone. I mean, nothing against Dan. He's a nice guy. Don't know much about Thomas Dimitri, but I do know that since the Super Bowl and these losses that occurred this this year, it was just time for them to go. But I will tell you that there was a difference in the game 
today. Now they were playing the Vikings and Kirk Cousins, who you you never know what you're gonna get. But uh, but but I will say this: at least you know from a standpoint, you know asses are on the line. You know even Matt Ryan knows you know a change could be made. There there you know there was a lot of talk this week about the potential of of Ryan being traded, which you know may not be a bad move. Quite great frankly. move. I, w- I would I would consider it. I mean, there there are folks who are even talking about. Uh, if Julio Jones can't stay healthy, that the possibility of, of trading Julio Jones, that might be a bridge too far for me. You know? I said healthy or not, let him go. Damn. Trade him. But see, no question. Uh, are, aren't both of these gentlemen kind of over the hump, like in their last 15 minutes in terms of, no. you know, NFL and playing years and really being able to get out there and, you know, kick it? I think, yeah. I think, I think Julio has another seven good years. You think he got seven? I think he's got five to seven good years. I mean, just if he if he uh-huh. can if he can stay healthy, because remember, now it was a different time. What was his name? Jerry Rice. How many how many seasons did Jerry Rice play? But they he don't play like Jerry. Julio's a big receiver. Yeah, he's a big receiver. He takes a lot of hits. And he takes yeah. Jerry didn't take no hits. Okay. All right. <laughs> I right, will see, but I think I think he can play at least five. Ryan Ryan can play Ryan Ryan with the right team. He can't go to a team where he's got to scramble. He's got to go he to a team. Another, he, he got another three years left. Yeah, he's got. I think he's got five. I give him five. Okay. You're generous. <laughs> I was trying to be. I was Man. trying to be kind to Julio. Yeah, trade him to a team. They got a chance to win a Super Bowl. He done us right. Let's do right by him. Yeah, I just don't think you could find another receiver like Julio Jones. He just needs to stay healthy. Oh, come on, dude. Come on. I, I think they're both good receivers, but Julio's a different kind of receiver, man. He changed, we are, with the fact that go. he's back. If, see, if you're going to you start over, start over. Oh, shit. We done started over how many times now? Come on, man. Well, it's time. It's time. I just to think, I, I think, I think Raheem Morris is, is going to be uh, surprising this year. I think he's a, a great interim choice. Uh, he's gonna, he gonna mess up our draft choice. <laughs> damn! <laughs> but you got it. Damn, they got ten games left. Come on, man! I don't care. <laughs> but I. But I'm not. I'm not. Change, look, man. look you, you. want the draft picks. I just needed the. I needed the change at the top, and they got the change at the top happened. You know what? But I'm not saying they're not going to have a good year. It's not going to be a good year. Falcons fans, don't be out there talking Super Bowl. Don't be running here talking my, about playoffs. It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. Not, if we're not going to have a good year, let's go ahead and get the number one draft pick. <laughs> or number two. This dude. Come on, man. Okay. Tanya B. <laughs> can you help? <laughs> can I help? You know, I am the queen of all the queen of sports illiteracy. Uh, Sports illiteracy, come on. Every now and then you have to just clean house, whether no matter what sport it is. Yeah. But one man does not make a team. Just like, you know, they you know the, the Lakers are more than LeBron. Oh, wait a minute. I know she didn't and, say Lakers. <laughs> okay. Well, Congratulations, LeBron. world champion Lakers. LeBron made the difference. I'm telling you, Julio Jones makes the difference. But they, they, in the house. they, right. they <laughs> depend on him. And if he wasn't there, what in the Sam Hill would have happened? I think we all know. Back in the Dizzy, if, uh, you know, Magic Johnson or, or what's his name? Michael Jordan or, you know, some of the, or I'm trying, maybe Carl. I don't know. What, what, I don't even know what Carl, what position he played, like I said. 
Wait a minute. Are anyway, y'all are y'all going to sit here and argue with me that Julio Jones does not make a difference when he's in the game? He just seems to me. He's been around forever. Forever? I don't know what he does. So, <laughs> y'all just brought me in for it. Julio Jones is a top five receiver. Maybe top three receiver. Yes. He's a top three he receiver. How many receivers? Wait, let me let me tell you. That's let me. I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm watching right now. Green Bay get their ass handed to him. You know why? Because Green Bay went out and drafted a quarterback instead right. of and instead of drafting uh, wide receivers and, and, right. and that 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 were needed. See, they went out and got a quarterback, example. and they getting their send, ass handed to him. Okay. Send Julio to Green Bay. <sighs> what you? <laughs> Oh Lord! <laughs> all right, all right. Now. <laughs> let me let's shut down the ESPN. Let's just keep it moving. We got a lot of stuff. Hey, with, with, with Carl not here, here's what I'm gonna do. Okay, I'm gonna move some stuff around. We're gonna do the news in just a few minutes. Um, Tanya B will do the T the second half of the show. But I, I want to talk about some things that are coming on. And, and our guest uh, next week uh, is gonna be Dicey Grinner uh, of the uh, Sex and Horror podcast. And and I don't know. Were you on the show when Dicey came last time? <laughs> Tanya. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say no? Because uh, sex and horror is that what it's called? <laughs> yes, yes the sex and horror podcast. Oh, and yeah. let me. Did you see my eyebrow raise when he said that? Let me let me say this about Dicey. Okay, Dicey sex is a horror, depending on who you are <laughs> who you with. <laughs> but here's the thing, uh, Dicey. Um, whenever Dicey's been on the show, even you know when we were doing GP three. And that show typically, I mean, it's like one of the biggest shows of the year when she's on. But what she's what she's going to come on and do, uh, she's all she always makes her top ten recommendations for the last part of Halloween. You know what people should watch, and right. um, and she's also going to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Lovecraft Country, which is actually uh, tonight as we tape the podcast on Sunday um, is the season finale. So um, so she'll kind of help us kind of recap the season and make sense of the season. Okay. Uh, a couple of other things uh, just that's on, and then we'll get into some hard news. Um, Netflix, y'all. I don't know if y'all have seen it, but the trial of the Chicago seven, um, nope. you know, it is impressive. And, and I, I really didn't know whether or not to watch it. The guy who directs it, you guys may, if you ever, Hey, if y'all ever seen the American president with Michael Douglas, uh, yes. The movie. OK, he directed that. He also directed um, the West Wing, some of the West Wing episodes. And he's a screenwriter. Um, but the uh, I would recommend anybody to watch the trial. It's a true story, of course, about the Chicago seven uh, happened back in the 60s. Um, a lot of anti-war protesters uh, at the uh, American Dem- the uh, Democratic Convention in Chicago. Um, you know, the guy who plays. You can help me out here, Tanya B. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen, okay? Uh, yes, boy. Who, who who just pranks everybody hardcore? He after all the time, people still fall for it. They yeah. still fall for it, you know. Um, he is excellent. He plays um, the activist uh, Abby Hoffman, um, and um, you know it, it's it's just really it includes, of course, back then Bobby Seale was on trial. Uh, the actor, uh, yeah, I'm not sure how to say his name, Yaha Abdul Mateen, and Kelvin Harrison Jr. is Fred Hampton from the Panthers. But it is really good. It is excellent acting and it's fast paced. So check that out on Netflix. Uh, also Sunday night, and I'll mention this for you, Tanya B, because I've been watching. 
Chris Rock. This has got to be probably the best role. Would you say one of the best roles he's done? Yeah, it is. It, it really stretches what we're used to seeing from him, and and it has you look at him in a different light because it's not, you know, he does not crack jokes. It's not no. a. It's really another side of him. It is so not I a comedic role at all. <laughs> you know, it, it's not comedic at all. Yeah. No, no, not at all. If anything, the funny thing about it is how serious he, he is about cutting folks when he when he pops that knife out um, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, all the time, all yes, the time. Yeah, so so Fargo on Hulu uh, every night, every Sunday night at 10. And then it's on demand after after that on Monday. Uh, this FX. week on FX, yeah, FX and, and then Hulu. Yeah. Hulu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Monday, uh, Monday and Tuesday. Y'all check out the voice still. Y'all watch that. Still watch it with John I Kelly. Blake better and, talent uh, shows in the basement of a church with no basement. That means no. <laughs> John <laughs> Kelly and Blake and Gwen are, bla- are back Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday night, Blackish is coming back. Uh, this is actually their season premiere. They did a special with the election, the animated version. This is the season premiere. Uh, then Thursday night, y'all. Damn, are y'all gonna watch the debate, the presidential debate this Thursday? Put the volume turned down and a glass in my hand. Yeah, that's that's about what I'll do too. Some brown liquor, brown liquor and bullets. That's what it's gonna be. Okay, brown liquor and what's with it? Brown liquor. <laughs> it's an age thing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, Friday night um, on Hulu. I don't know if y'all saw the promos for this, but it was delayed because of COVID. I uh, didn't make it to the theater. Lena Waits involved in this movie. It's called Bad Hair. Uh, it's oh yeah, you've seen it. The horror flick that with the weave that, that goes yeah. crazy on the woman's head. Yep, that gets possessed. Yes, it's a yes, possessed yes. weave. Yeah, so and it's a great just a time for Halloween. It's like a hood Halloween movie. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Friday night. It premieres on Hulu. Check that out. And on Peacock, because Vi always want to want something free. Um, P- <laughs> Peacock. I always have to get something free because I say, ain't nobody can afford no apps, man. Why you get, you know, so, so, okay, here we go for Vi. Uh, <sighs> Peacock. Vi's so cheap. All right. <laughs> can, can we get a free app? I'm messing with you, man. I'm messing with you, but you're a frugal, you're a frugal man. That's, I'll say it like that. <laughs> I He's am a frugal. frugal. He's a frugal brother. So, right. so with Peacock, <laughs> I don't know if y'all have seen the Amber Ruffin show. Um, she is the um, she's the writer. She was the head writer, I think one of the either the head writer or one of the top writers on Seth Meyers' overnight show. But now she's got her own show. It's on Peacock, and you can check it out on demand. And it's free, y'all. It's free. You know, you ain't gotta you know you know take out a second mortgage to get it. <laughs> It's she's free. Funny. It's free, Vi. And she's funny. She is funny. Have y'all seen Amber? Ever? Nope. I have Amber, Amber she, she got jokes. She yeah. got jokes. She got jokes. And she's, you know, she kind of she's kind of weird, but um almost like uh what's the guy? Tom Tom Green humor. Remember mm-hmm. Tom Green? <laughs> crazy Tom Green. Um she's not as crazy as Tom, but she kind of has that off the wall Tom Tom Green humor. So okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. Hey, let's do this because um, I want to. We're gonna talk about Ice Cube a little bit. Uh, so I want to go ahead. I know by by holding his stomach, Tanya be holding her nose. So what we'll do is let's listen to some hard news, and we come back on the other side. Uh, I want to play the clip from Ice Cube on CNN. 
Is that cool with y'all? <laughs> yeah, just I saw a, it. Play it again. Just a little bit of that, and, and then we'll talk about it. I didn't include it in the news, but I do want to play the clip. Here we go. News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. We learned Wednesday that Baron Trump tested positive for COVID-19 not long after his parents, the president, and first lady. The teenager recently tested negative. Melania Trump says her fear came true when her son tested positive. She said luckily he exhibited no symptoms. The Republican-led Senate Judiciary Committee has scheduled an October 22nd vote to advance Judge Amy Coney Barrett's nomination to the Supreme Court. That move after four days of hearings means the full Senate would vote before the end of the month over Democratic objections. A witness Thursday told the committee why she was concerned about Barrett's appointment. Stacey Stagg says her children have benefited from Obamacare. A vote for Judge Barrett is a vote to strike down the law that saved the lives of my daughters. On the other side, former law student Laura Wall also testified, saying the court will gain the service of one of the kindest individuals I have ever known. Wall, who is blind, says Barrett fought for her to get academic support. With Republicans holding a 53-47 Senate majority, Barrett's confirmation is all but certain. Her confirmation would give the Supreme Court a 6-3 conservative majority. President Trump was on NBC, and former Vice President Joe Biden was on ABC. The Trump town hall was more contentious. The president would not denounce QAnon, a conspiracy group, and he also seemed to confirm that he does owe over $400 million in loans, as you can hear in this exchange with moderator Savannah Guthrie. It's a tiny percentage of my net worth. No, I don't owe Russia money. I don't owe, I owe a very, very small, it's called mortgages. Yeah. People have a house. Any a foreign mortgage. bank, any foreign entity? Not that I know of, but I will probably, because it's so easy to solve, and if you'd like to do, I will let you know who who I owe, whatever small amount of money. Biden's town hall was much more low-key with the former vice president coming off vague again about packing the Supreme Court. Well, I'm not a fan. I then say uh, it depends on how this turns out, not how he wins, but how it's handled, how it's handled. All right, y'all. Hey, uh, just real quick, a um, couple of things to take away. OK, and. I don't know if y'all saw, uh, you know, this week, the, um, you know, the orange super spreader came to Georgia with his rally. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. I don't know if y'all saw this. Did y'all see Representative Vernon Jones crowd surfing? Yep. Sure like, did. like it's a Nirvana concert. Yep. <laughs> Oz oh, yeah. He wants to go be with Herman King. His ass gonna have COVID, you watch. Damn. And, and then, you know, on the town hall, I will say, even though I know NBC took a lot of flack, Savannah Guthrie was the boss. <laughs> I mean, she 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 should have been she should be the moderator at this upcoming debate. She should moderate any other de- debate that involves Trump. She knows she's the new Trump handler. And uh, the best line she used was. Wait a minute! You the president? You ain't somebody's crazy uncle. <laughs> I mean, that was the best. When he, when, I like that she said that when, because this dude was, you know, he still has not denied, you know, QAnon. You know, he's still kind of carrying that along. So, and and the best way, what's the best way to, you know, basically just stop all the talk about what he owes? What's the best way to do it? Yeah, 
release your damn taxes. So if 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 you release your taxes and then all the talk about what you owe and who you owe it to can cease. But if you notice, he ain't gonna release them. So you know, people, like, so oh, they coming, they coming. But but he's not 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 willingly, not willingly. And and the other thing, I just I just gotta ask, you know, what, what happened, Tanya B? You there? Yeah, yeah. This Amy Coney <laughs> Barrett thing. What happened? Remember this song? Yes, I do. Helen Reddy, may she rest in peace. Probably trying her grave if that woman would use her songs. So, so my point is, you know, rest in peace, Helen Reddy died on on September 29th, along with Mac Davis. That's my pop side. Mm-hmm. This whole Amy Comey Barrett, it's like the comeback of the white conservative female. Okay, so from your perspective, I remember because we grew up in the 70s. We all grew up in the 70s. Okay, you know how big the women's movement was. What's going on? You know, do you you know what happened to this? (laughs) (laughs) What happened to I I am woman? I think Amy I call her Amy Scary Bennett, but, uh, you know, she comes from under Antonin Scalia. And it's almost like she was brainwashed in some Midwestern cult. I'm like, she, to me, she's like two blinks short of being a Stepford wife. I I can take her in such a small dose. I can't even, t- I mean, as long as it takes me to blink my eyes. Damn. I don't know. She, it, it's almost like the subservient culture of the Middle East in 1935. I mean, does this woman walk 10 steps behind her husband? I mean, ugh. It, it just seems, you know, right. you're right, because if y'all have ever seen Pleasantville, remember the movie Pleasantville? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just seems like we're going back to Pleasantville. <laughs> you know? And it wasn't pleasant either. <laughs> Toby Maguire and, and whatever her name was. That movie Pleasantville, it wasn't, it wasn't, just going black and white. What's mm-hmm. her dumb bloody children and nationalities? Yeah, I mean, she's got a she's got a black child, you know. I, I think she adopted she several, did. you know. Yes, Rainbow, Rainbow yeah. Coalition. Mm-hmm. But I'm not impressed. I'm not either I'm not. because she, she's she not said, really answering any questions. When she said the N word was not making your environment environment work hostility, I said, "Whoa!" Yeah. That's right. We shut it down right there. Okay. So I'm just I'm just wondering, maybe maybe. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey. Go ahead. So let's take her over up in the SWAT and tell her to try to say that and see what happens. <laughs> take her to the SWATs. Take her to the SWATs. Not to trap. Take her over there to the SWAT. Take her up to Hollywood Road, the other end, and just Bank drop it. her off on the corner. No, court. I'm sorry. Hollowell. <laughs> yeah. Literally Hollowell and in the truck stop. Yes. Put her over there and tell her to try to say that. You know what? And this is interesting. This is a conversation we should have. Um, I was I was listening to Rob Redding. And and Rob was talking about the fact that whites who adopt black children by keeping them, you know, sheltered and not really teaching them what they're really going to be dealing with. He says it's like a form of of, tri- of child abuse. It is or just that they have no they're disconnected from their culture. You know, is he like, I don't know how to. You know, uh, teach this to you. I don't know how to tell you about your culture. I'm uncomfortable talking about those things like the N word and other things that, you know, people that are that don't are not black and brown uh, don't want want to discuss. Then when they get out in the real world, they're so shell shocked and they can't adjust 
And it, it, to me, it's almost like child abuse slavery because you're being ripped away from your culture. Yeah, yeah. Because when you but get out there and, and get punched in the face. Like, can yeah, go ahead. Go, go, go try to child. Go, go try to comb the child's hair. They either go try to find a make a black friend, braid the child's hair, or uh, you know, um, give her a bad relaxer. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's horrible. <laughs> All right, so hey, here's the deal. Um, again, you know, just if you if you have any, you can always give us a call four one three five five six nine five four six. Four one three five five six nine five four six. She's she's going to be. I mean, October twenty second is the uh, date that they're going to vote, and, and more than likely, you know, she, it's going to pass. I mean, they, oh, she in. She, she's, she's in. She's in. I, I mean, like <laughs> yeah, un- unless unless you know we have another um, Clarence Thomas moment that pops out of nowhere, uh, you know, it's it's pretty much a done deal. Hey, yeah, let's do this. We're going to go ahead. I'm going to play this Ice Cube clip. And uh, this is Ice Cube on CNN uh, with Chris Cuomo. And uh, when at the end of it, uh, we'll take a break and then we'll come back with Tanya B's tea because you've got it in your tea, right, Tanya B? You got it included I have in your some tea. Of it, but I'm not giving him. I'm trying to laugh. Yeah, and I, he just put pressure up. But go ahead. Well, I, I'll, I'll reference it. But go ahead. Let's go ahead and check out check out Ice Cube. Ice Cube with Chris Cuomo on CNN. Here we go. Our next guest is Ice Cube. If you know anything about him, and you probably do, you know he started his career rapping in defiance about police presence uh, and the realities of inner city life. And he got political with his songs as well recently during the Trump administration, most recently in 2018. Here's a taste. Arrest the president. You got the evidence. That is Russian intelligence. Now we see a shift. Now he wants to work with President Trump. Here's what the president had to say most recently about Black Lives Matter. The first time I ever heard of Black Lives Matter, I said, that's such a terrible term because it's such a racist term. It's a term that sows division between blacks and whites and everybody else. And it's a very bad term for blacks. But they were very angry. It's a Marxist organization. With all that going on and how the president continues to speak about there being no systemic inequality. It's no shock that Ice Cube got some heat for deciding uh, to work with the Trump administration. He wants to deal with it. I want to understand it. So, so should you. So here is Ice Cube on prime time. Thank you for taking the opportunity, brother. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, uh, Chris. Uh, your lead ins are a little misleading. How so? Um, well, the platinum plan is not my plan. I came up with the contract with Black America, um, and I didn't run to go work with any campaign. Both campaigns contacted me. Both campaigns wanted to talk to me about the contract with Black America. One campaign said, we love what you have, but let's really dig into it after the election. And one campaign said, we love what you have. Uh, Do you mind talking to us about it. And that's what I did. So I didn't run to nobody. And uh, so that was real misleading to me. Um, well, I didn't say you ran you know, to anybody. I said that you had taken a pivot. Well, you, you you said I ran over to the Trump team instead of the Biden team. That's just not true. Well, uh, but you are working with me. the Trump team instead I, of the Biden team and people are giving you heat for it. What do you say to them? Well, I'm willing to work with both teams, but I'm just working with whoever is willing to work with me. So the Trump 
campaign came to me and asked me to explain to them some of the uh, contract with Black America. That's what I did. I'm not playing no more of these games, these political games. We're not part of a team. We have very broad problems, especially the wealth gap in this country when it comes to Black Americans. So I'm going to whoever's in power, and I'm going to speak to them about our problems specifically. I'm not going there talking about minorities. I'm not going there talking about people of color or diversity or none of that stuff. I'm going there for black Americans, the ones who are the descendants of slaves. And that's what I'm going to talk to anybody who's in power with that. So if anybody got a problem with that, it seems like a personal problem. Well, here's the problem. And it is very personable, personal, as you know, for a lot of people of color, because they'll say, well, why would you pick Trump when he says there's no such I'm thing as systemic nobody. inequality? Say not picking nobody. He's the president. But why do you think he'd want to do something for the community when he says there's no such thing as systemic inequality? I don't know what he want to do. I just know what the man said. I know what he said to the country. Uh, I've never met Donald Trump. Um, And uh, so I don't know what he's going to do. I just know what he said he was going to do. So both of them have a plan. Both of them say they're going to do something. Um, And. Who knows what's really going to happen after November 3rd? Nobody knows from each side. We're all hoping that candidates keep their campaign promises. All right. So that's uh, Ice Cube on CNN with uh, Chris Cuomo. And and just a couple of things, a couple of points. I'm going to get your opinion. I'll start with you in a minute, Bob. But, um, you know, according this, you know, according to some of the facts, uh, his people were working, had started working with Jared Kushner. Uh, his in, in talks um, a few months ago, um, they met for about three hours um, about a month ago. Uh, and, and of course, Cube is talking about not the platinum plan, but he was uh, talking about his contract with black America, which talks about, I think, a 500 billion with a B infusion of cash into black America. Uh, and he's not he, he's not talking about, as he mentioned, you know, people of color, you know, specifically black people and you know, descendants of slaves. Uh, and Trump was looking for a way, uh, of course, the campaign, they're looking for a way to, to siphon off black vote. You know, so, of course, they're open. Uh, the Biden campaign what is, wasn't as open. You know, Cube touched base with them. And, and of course, as he said, you know, they, he received a vague answer. And their commitment was, hey, we'll give you a seat at the table if Biden wins. Um, so, Vi, what, what are your thoughts, man? When is, is, is Cube the real Cube or is he CB4? You know, is is this ice CB four? You know what, what's He's, up? He is CB four. <laughs> why you say that, man? Why you because say? Why that? even? I hear what he's saying. He said I didn't go to. Him. You did go to him. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't go knock on the door. You didn't call him. Yeah. He called you. You answered the phone. Okay. Why so, you answer the phone? You heard what this man has said. Mm-hmm. You heard. You have. Heard, how you gonna say? I don't know what you're gonna do. You ain't got know what they're gonna do. His words speak for themselves. Okay. You know he's trying to win. Your main focus should be doing like everybody else right now. Get that man out the office. Yeah. Okay. You are helping him get. I tell anybody, if you ain't trying to get him out of the office, you helping him stay in the office. Hmm. And that's what he's doing. Hmm. By you going to him, you legitimize what he's saying he's doing. But just nothing. So he can say, Ice Cube listen to me. Yeah. So what that means? He just legitimize. And he ain't gonna do anything. So why are you helping this guy out? Why can't you wait to after the election? If, you, if, it, if it's that important, like you said, 
why did just not say why he just not saying something about this planet here? Yeah. Where you been for the last four years? And that's that, that was one of my points too, even about Puffy coming man, forward. You, yeah. you wait till it comes to election? Yeah. They go talk to this man. Yeah. You to me, you ain't no better than Steve Harvey. Mm. That's how I feel about it. you. I understand what you're saying, but you legitimize him. Okay. You legitimize you legitimize him. Now you gave Trump fire to try to get black votes. What do you what do you think, Tanya B? Any thoughts? Yes, I think they, now that they they're done with the Kanye crazy and they they had to get somebody to replace him. And Ice Cube was the most uh, I guess he was the easiest target. But even whether it was either one of them, you, you have to have enough discretion to realize you're being punked and pimped. Number two, you've got to realize that it's very critical, especially this close to the election, who you align yourself with. you got to make, I expect it more from Ice Cube about this whole thing. And he's talking about this contract with Black America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. Uh, you know, I think he's going to end up needing to call Judy Smith, the real-life Olivia Pope, for to spin Dr. Him out of this. And if he's had this contract with Black America, now it seems like until until that, Whoever that lady, Carly, whatever her name was in the Trump camp, you know, Christina, Christina Pearson. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But see, they have the whole they had a plan. Mm -hmm. And now that they put it out there, even if it was incorrect, which most of the information is now Ice Cube has to come out and speak on it. Mm -hmm. And if he, you know, like now you've been exposed. So now why are you just talking now? Trump won't talk to you. He sent his son-in-law. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like you said, Steve Harvey, remember that? Jim Brown, remember that? Martin Luther King III, who skipped his father's anniversary ceremony to go up to New York to coon with with, with, with uh, 45. What came from that? And as we will always remember, Chrisette Michelle, mm. who has yet to recover from her decision to align herself. Oh, well, I think I can unite people. Nothing is further from the truth that never happened. So I just say this. Ice Cube's been punked and pimped. Mm. Now he's got to do damage control. It's like Roland Martin was, you know, was on him like white on rice, way more than Cuomo was. And now I think Ice Cube's just trying to spin Dr. His way out of this because this type of thing is going to have an effect and a long-term effect on his credibility. He's no better than Puffy and his stupid hold your vote hostage, vote or die. And now three weeks before the election, you got a black political party. Go back to the beach and kiss that white girl. (laughs) And another thing, (laughs) if if it's on such an open up, why did he come out with himself and tell us he was doing it? Yeah. Why we gotta hear from him? Exactly. It wasn't until they punked him that he had to come out and say something. He knew he had messed up. He knew he had messed up. Exactly. Exactly. So he need to go. He can't go back to Compton. That's for sure. But you know, Um, I I do want to have a conversation, um, and you know, with why we can't because I mean, this is I mean, what he's talking about candidly is legitimate. But I I agree with I agree with you. It's the timing. I mean, you're jumping in in an election. Yep. I mean, this is something that you re- reach out to these, you know, these parties at the term, you know, or either, you know, right before their conventions, because you need to make sure it's on their platform before the convention, you know, so they can legitimize it during the convention and, and, and actually make it part of their platform. But now ain't nobody going to make this part of the platform. I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's just a way to and get right people now, to come out and vote. And right, 
And yeah. right now, they'll say anything. They'll say anything to get a vote. Because they're trying to win the votes right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Listen to them. I get a Democratic credit, but they did say wait to see if we win. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. The and thing I, is, I, I do want to go, go ahead. Go ahead put on the table, trust me, that's monopoly money. That That isn't even, <laughs> please, you believe that one? I got a bridge in Brooklyn. Yeah. But I, I'm curious, and, and this is the thing that, that makes me curious about, you know, and, and you and I, we were all having a conversation this week about, you know, regardless of how you feel about Tavis, when we were doing the state of black America every year, it would bring everybody to the table at a national platform where they would talk. But I, I, I'm just curious, you know, why Congressional Black Caucus, uh, Urban League and NCAA, and I mean, NAACP, you know, as organizations aren't collectively talking the same thing. You know, because, it, it, you know, the COVID-19 has really revealed a tremendous amount of, of, of the discrepancy between the communities. I mean, it's, it's, it's I mean, we always knew, but now even more so. And, and that's why, you know, it, a lot of what he's talking about, candidly, is legitimate. It's just the timing and how, you know, how? It, it's the timing and how. All right. And my, I think with it. Start trying to act like y'all so intelligent. Yeah. Talk to somebody who actually go to someone who's actually working in politics, know what they're doing. Yeah. You're an entertainer. Well, I'm not. I'm not. You know what? I'm not going to say the the shut up and dribble kind no, of thing to these guys. I'm not saying that. You know, I'm not saying give them. That. An, I mean, if not, they all have I'm an not, opportunity. I, I am not saying shut up and dribble. I'm just saying talk to somebody else. Yeah. Just don't go out there on a limb like you did. You went on a limb by yourself. Well, that's my that's my point, Vi. I'm curious why he hasn't had conversations with the Congressional Black Caucus, no any conversations with Urban League, NAACP, these organizations that are so-called supposed to be looking out for our best interest. You get my he's point? He's not trying. Well, he's trying do, to you know, do you really know if he's trying? That's I my think point. He doing it. I think I could be wrong, yeah. but I think he's just trying to do it on his own. Okay. Just like, just like Puff Dad. Like, like, like Puff Dad is trying to do it on his own. Well, I don't see I don't see how anybody because he's going to need organizations just like he's dealing. Yeah. With, you're going to need you're going to need, uh, you know, allies who can who can help push it through politically. Right. For the, right. For some of this series, you're going to need allies. You cannot do that by yourself. Yeah, it's all talk. You need okay. no somebody who can talk the lingo, someone who can actually do, you know, actually get you in that, get you in there, in the door to talk to somebody who's actually going to take you serious. Yeah. You know, I think even if he had gone to Al Stroppin, Al would have been like, Ice Cube, pump your brakes and be careful. It's like he needed uh, a spin, uh, uh, an Olivia Pope, or he needed a consultant who was well-versed in this type of of, um, of subject matter. And I think he just, I think he just jumped out. But yeah. what someone also made very, a very interesting um, fact, this guy that he's partners with, in this three-on-three basketball league he owns, which didn't play this year because of COVID, mm-hmm. is best friends with Steve Bannon. So let's start connecting oh, the dots. It makes Ice Cube look really <laughs> oh, bad. Lord, yeah, that ain't good. My thing with Ice Cube, I really think he has the right intentions. I don't think he's doing anything shady or doing cricket. It's just like it's the timing and who, and who he's dealing with. But I do think <laughs> He is serious about it. Now, Puff, I don't know. But Ice, I do think he's serious about it. Okay. 
All right, y'all. Hey, let's go to break and we'll come back. Uh, we'll talk about Tanya B's tea. But again, 413-556-9546, 413-556-9546. You can call in, give us your feedback. Time y'all sipping the tea with Tanya B. Y'all know what time it is. Go ahead, Tanya B. Woo. All right, call the fire department. Are you ready? Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got a sponsor this week, Tanya B. Oh, you know, yes, we do. We have our first sponsor. Oh, it's yeah. A, uh, can I get a sound effect? Uh, no, Air you got horn, round of applause. <laughs> I'll give it to you afterwards. How about that? <laughs> Bomb, something or other. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you are so wrong. Um, this, let me get serious. This week's sponsor of the tea is, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's, it's a group that's promoting something that we need in this country around the world. And it's just a five letter word peace, P E A C E. And peace is the first single from a group called collective called G D V O. It's the Guy Daniels Vestola organization. And uh, this song features uh, some in- an interesting combination. It's uh, the legendary Charlotte from Chicago and then uh, reggae pioneer Denroy Morgan. So you've got where Chicago meets New Jersey, where Denroy lives now, with a little splash of Jamaica, and just about spreading this message of world peace. So join the journey. Good stuff. Can't wait. Easy breezy. Okay, now, okay, now let's let's get to the tea, (laughs) y'all. Are you ready? Yes. Do you have your fire extinguisher in place? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Um, Not sure if I talked about this chick last week. This is woman. Her name is Passion, and she was named Passion by Ray J. But she's also the former mistress of T Pain. Now everybody knows that T Pain and his wife have an open marriage, and you know they do things together and separately, and they just kind of you know. Don't bring anything home to me I wouldn't give to you. And now this chick's been on YouTube crying about how she loved T-Pain. He kicked kicked me to the curb for a stripper. Uh, I was pregnant with him. And, you know, I'm like, okay, girl, you know what you signed up for. So I just want to say she is hands down, bar none, thought of the year. Why? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) So after she talked about her situation with T-Pain, I'm like, that's what you're getting into and then she later admitted that she has a type of married man she slept with rapper Buster Rhymes how do you not know Buster Rhymes is married he's got kids in college and uh, right and uh, I say word to you young girls and some of you dumb OGs it is what it is a married man does not leave you as side piece jump off baby mama whatever they don't leave their wife you know, for the for for the thoughts. Anyway, so um, then she goes on to claim that she pimped women for Ray J, and Damn. for that I say, okay, yo, you really a hoe. 
And again, she's star <laughs> of the year. So you got T-Pain, you got Buster Rhymes. She claims that she never slept with Ray J, but <clears throat> I say allegedly use that term real loosely. And that she also is like the, uh, I guess the BBW guilty pleasure of Neo. And that she allegedly is part of the reason why Neo's wife, Crystal, initially filed for divorce. So she claims she was a madam and she, she hooks people up. But in the midst of that, <laughs> um, I don't. The, you're proud about that, so. So where is she making these claims? I'm curious. Oh, she's all up and through any blog that will talk to this woman. If I call her, she talked to me. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> but anyway, let's don't say we didn't know. But then there's another guy. This guy who's now a porn star who just spilled her tea. So um, she is, you know, she's, uh, you know, a week ago she's on. Oh, T Pain, I loved him. I'm like, girl, bye. Anyway, yeah. what you got next time? Okay, okay. Um, I gotta talk about this. This is just stupid. I, I have some good stuff too, but we're just gonna talk about these. You know, I call them what the the DAR yeah, rappers yeah. are dumb. Okay, one is this this rapper. Uh, he's thirty one years old, so he really needs to just get a grip. His name is Nuke Bizzle. He's from Tennessee, but now he's out in L.A. Well, he is going to jail, and here is why: mm-hmm. he made a music video which is up on YouTube, bragging about how he stole one point two million dollars in pandemic <laughs> pandemic. Uh, jobless benefits. Crazy. So he's going to jail for fraud, identity theft, interstate transportation of stolen property for 22 years. He'll probably get the book thrown at him. He was even taking the identities of dead people. Oh, damn. And filing claims. And on on the video, tell him, you have to sell drugs. I just file a claim and just, I mean, just told his whole oh, story. Damn. So uh, he definitely bragging. is <laughs> of the week. Damn. Mm. Now, how is that my stupid? People, my people, my people, my people. <laughs> well, there's one more, your people. Go ahead. This is, uh, I don't know, more singer rapper, um, Diamond Blue Smith uh, Sr., who was in the group Pretty Ricky, had one record called Grind On Me, and someone's going to be grinding on him. And here is why. He faces 22 years in jail as well as part of some PPP fraud. He had these two companies that were inactive, but this fool and his cousin Peanut and them took $24 million in PPP money. Mm. So now they're charged with money laundering and wire fraud. You know what people like that, what they do when they get money. Damn. Tell everybody. Bought jewelry. Mm. But bought jewelry was in and then spent $96,000 on a, is that a Lamborghini? Yeah. Damn, I mean, go. who y'all ain't he never y'all ain't never watched. He's on Love and Hip Hop Miami. It's and now like, those checks aren't coming in. You know, Tanya B, it's like these guys never watch dead presidents or or like Goodfellas. You know, American Greed. <laughs> I mean, keep it low. So much. Keep it low. Yeah, keep it low. <laughs> and that's what none of them are doing, and that's why they are going to go to not jail. That, not that they should do it at all, but damn, they you know you can right, exactly. Uh, but at least open the business up to show you legitimately got a business instead of going out buying. Well, that- Football player. I ain't saying it's right. I'm just saying the stupidity behind it. Exactly. That's what the, I forgot his name. Somebody knew something. And he got cut from the Jets two days after he got popped. PPP loan fraud oh. for this company that hadn't been active. And he went down to the Hard Rock Casino in Florida and spent $62,000 on a ring in a casino gift shop. Mm. I'm going to send him a copy of Dead Presidents and uh, a, a copy of uh, Goodfellas. 
and Casino. <laughs> I'm gonna send the whole Martin Scorsese, uh, you know, the whole the whole Martin Scorsese collection, and say, hey, y'all, 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 look at this while y'all in jail. I got plenty of time. Dumb donkey, dumb donkey, stupid. And and the, the bad part about it is Diamond Blue just uh, his soon to be um, on on state assistance baby mama just gave birth to a son about two weeks ago. So this young oh. man may never really get to know his father because trust me, they will be the poster children. Them and that these two. And I'm sure there's more out there. And then that other guy that used to play football, they are going to be the poster children for PPP loan fraud and uh, pandemic loan fraud. Crazy. Crazy. People I mean, need, and, and, you know, for the people who need it, you know, it's crazy for the people who really need it. You know what I mean? No, but what I'm saying, who really need it. Um, how many businesses could have stayed open with $24 million? Oh, damn. Think about it. How many people would still have a roof <clears> over their head if dumb nizzle had, uh, I mean, a hundred, 1.2 million. If you get like 2,000 a month in unemployment, that's a lot of identity fraud. And that's a lot of scheming. Yeah, absolutely. What you got next, Tanya B? What's up? What's next? Okay. Um, okay. Uh, well, you talked about how you thought bias frugal. <laughs> but uh, uh, Coming to America 2 with Eddie Murphy and Tracy Morgan, Leslie Jones was supposed to hit theaters in December. And because of the pandemic and most of the movie theaters are either clothing down, filing bankruptcy, well, they just not open. So Paramount sold the film to Amazon Prime for $125 million. Hmm. Wow. They get and write money. this date down. Yeah. December 18th, December 18th, Coming to America 2 will debut on Amazon Prime. So you go in there like right the week before Thanksgiving and you get that 30 days free. Yep. There you and go. And then you can watch Coming to America and then going about your business. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be greasy, but... <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> also coming to uh, Netflix. I'm messing with you, man. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, Ludacris has joined the Netflix crew and getting that bag. And he's got a series of 10 minute shorts called Karma's World. Karma is his daughter and was the inspiration for this. And it teaches young people um, about diversity, self esteem, leadership. And uh, it's part of uh, an interactive educational website he has. And um, it, Karma in this uh, particular story line is a 10 year old girl who wants to rap so it should be interesting I hope um, she, so, so, so that's going to be on Netflix they, when when's that going to be on Netflix when is that going to be on Netflix um, they haven't given me a date I think somewhere around uh, mid to late December I'll, I'll let you know as soon as I get the date you know I said Luda's not really rapping but okay Dumb Donkey Award I know we got Diamond Blue we got Nuke Dizzle with the, the, the thieving rapper but um, you know I I am an avid admirer of T.I. He mm -hmm. speaks well. He puts his money where his mouth is. You know, he gets out in the trenches and does what he's got to do. But he did something <clears throat> on Friday that was really less than smart. Didn't really have to be done. Now, you know, we have an up to in, uh, uh, surge in pandemic here in Georgia. So why did he have almost everybody in Atlanta except you, me and, and uh, my cousin Brandy at an album release party in a club packed? I mean, elbow to elbow. I did not see anybody with a mask on. Now, I know he knows that. Wow. So he gets a dumb baby award this week. Yeah. Yeah. They're not thinking now. They're not thinking. No, no, not at all. Um, I want to uh, also just uh, okay. Trey songs, another dumb donkey. A week and a half ago, I got COVID. I'm cured. Don't be dumb like the president. I think it was a stunt because he put out a new album. It's called uh, "What Back Home." He need to go back home because how do you go from you know having COVID like that 
in less than like he got that kind of money where he can get cured in 10 days on social media kissing some girl all hugged up mind you he has an infant son so i think that it's just i think it's a stunt wow because he wasn't even the time he said i got covid till he said claimed he was cured so dumb donkey on him um hmm Dumb donkey, David Adafeco, I call him. His name was Adafeco, but he was that guy that Tamar Braxton was with with the murder-suicide and all of that mess. Well, you know, it's like you when you have sisters, and I know this, I have two. You mess with one of us, you've messed with all of us. And you don't want none of that. So Tony Braxton got on uh, social media and called David Adafeco a weasel because he sent the cops to her house looking for Tamar, and she was mad. Mm. Tawanda Braxton... <laughs> You watch Wanda, that show, so I don't I don't deal with the Braxtons, but it just doesn't make sense to me. You no, know, I don't watch it. This is all like between the time that they've been on hiatus. Wow. Tawanda Braxton called him a loser, and Trina Braxton got on TMZ and just read him for filth, blind filth. So, hmm. and speaking of filth, blind filth, uh, oh gosh, I know I got more. Uh, let's talk about something good. The actor Thomas Bird, who was murdered here in Atlanta yeah. about a week or two ago, crazy. That's good. They have they've arrested this twenty year old. Who I'm going to put on blast. His name is Demetrius Rhymes, and he's twenty years old. And his rap sheet is twenty feet long, and uh, he's been arrested for murder, and he could get the death penalty as well. And Spike Lee has been very supportive, and most people know him from uh, Thomas Bird from Set It Off, but he was in a lot of Spike Lee movies. If you don't know the name when you see his face, you're like, oh. Oh, yeah, it was that dude. Yeah, yeah, he was in. Uh, so, I remember him. If y'all remember Girl Six, the movie Girl Six, he was the baseball guy. Spike Lee. Yeah, and Spike uh, Lee you know he was in Clockers. Um, you know, and, and uh, se- I didn't realize he was seventy. You know, seventy years old. Uh, he's been around. Yeah, him and Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I want to get three serious things I want to get to, and then I, I can be done. Or if you want more, you know I was. No, have. we're good. We're but good. um, I, I want to say prayers up to Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap recently lost his brother, and you know, I'm not a big Fetty Wap fan, but I do give him credit for speaking up and being uh, transparent about he's like I'm not doing well I lost my brother don't ask me if I'm okay I'm telling you right now I'm not okay I hope he'll get the help and support that he needs but I understand he and his brother were very close so prayers up to the Fetty Wap and his family um, also Chadwick Boseman let's talk about Chad Boseman because he is forever our T'Challa Black Panther now I understand at the time of his death he was worth about 12 million dollars Mm. And $2 million of that came from Black Panther. And um, what's interesting is that his uh, widow, Taylor, is going to have to go through the probate situation now, the probate procedure, because Chadwick Boseman, and it's interesting, he knew he was ill, but he did not leave a will. So although she's his next of kin, by law, she gets everything, but she's got to go through the whole probate process. He's got stuff in trust and, and, and things like that. So I hope she'll be okay. But uh, I said, it's interesting that Disney puts up a life-size mural of Chadwick Boseman, but then they shut down so you can't see it. Downtown Disney. But his hometown of Anderson, South Carolina, is going to erect a statue in his honor. Good stuff. Good and in my last, my self-esteem moments, and that, uh, you know, I, I look at this whole thing with David Adafeko and Tamar Braxton, and I say mental illness is real. 
Yeah. And it's a shame. I understand he was very controlling in that relationship as well. And it messed, you know, really kind of messed with her self-esteem. I say, well, you can do better. You deserve better. And the same thing with Cardi B. You know, she and, and Austin, I know that they're young. And this is a case where you don't need to play out your entire life on social media and in public. They break up, they make up. They break up, they make up. They never broke up. And, you know, I get it. You go back and forth. But what concerns me are these two uh, two uh, items? Mm-hmm. One is she says that she wants she stays with him because that's her child's father, and because she still wants to get her back blown out. But here is why that doesn't make sense. Now their daughter is two years old now, and you can't tell me that that child does not feel the effects of Cardi B saying that her husband's mentally abusive. So this child, that little girl, has to hear all of that and be witness to that. And yeah. think that that's okay. And then Cardi B says, he's not the one that hits me. I hit him. I beat him up. Mm. I don't condone that either. Yeah. They both need to get into some serious counseling. And that little girl is going to be jacked up. Yeah, again, I just want to thank our sponsor, GDVO, and the song Peace featuring the Shy Lights and reggae pioneer Denroy Morgan. Again, join the journey uh, with these musicians, some of the finest. Find some peace and you can find GDVO on all music streaming platforms and you won't be disappointed. The song's actually kind of dope. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Hey, uh, you know, we, we're about to wrap up the show and uh, just want to say a big thanks to um, and, and Vi, you know these guys are Smurf buddies, you know, for the support. Uh, Vi, of course, uh, G. Gary, Tim, Cowboy, Yost, Brad Banks. I miss anybody? Did I miss anybody, Vi? In there? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. You are, you said Mike? Yeah, Norm. Mike, Norm, all, all the guys, man, for supporting mm-hmm. the show. Thank you so much for listening. If, if I miss you this week, I'll get you next week. And, uh, you know, bef- you know, as always, and, and you know what? I got to get that last winner and then we're going to do inspiration with Vi. Yeah. Um, our, our, our final winner, our second winner. And again, thanks to Carl Banks. Uh, G3, uh, Carl Banks and his G3 clothing, uh, sports line. Tamika Miles, uh, and of course, Tamika, her favorite team, not of course, but her favorite team is the, is the Carolina Panthers. So give it up to her and congratulations. And before we close the show, y'all know, y'all know what we got to do before we close the show. So here we go. You know, I didn't come here to preach to you today. Here's your inspirational moment with Vi. The Bible says we should cast all our cares upon God, for he cares for us. You can trust him. He cares for you. First Peter chapter five, verse seven. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Amen. Amen. Amen, brother. Thank you so much, Vi. So y'all, my brother, anytime. So y'all, you know, it's been an interesting week. Hopefully, y'all have gotten out there, got your ballots all taken care of. If you're you're in absentee ballots, make sure. Got to get ready to close this thing out. Uh, We're we're close to, uh, you know, as we take the podcast. Just uh, got how many weeks? We're about to wrap up October. So before you know it, three weeks. It's going to be November third. So make sure you've, you know, taken care of your voting responsibility is critical. It's very important and um, and, and definitely, uh, you know, you so many resources, man, so many things, so many people reaching out, so many things coming to you by mail. There's no way you cannot do, 
you know, take care of your civic responsibility. Get that, get out there and vote. And don't forget y'all next week, uh, last week in October, we do it every week. Uh, it's the big Halloween show with Dicey Grinner, uh, you know, author, screenwriter, podcaster, uh, porn convention connoisseur. She's going to give it all. But, but, uh, but we're going to talk, we're going to talk, you know, top horror movies you can watch between now and the end of October for Halloween and also, you know, kind of dissect uh, Love Lovecraft Country a bit. So, so check us out next week. And uh, again, thank you all for all y'all who uh, actually got involved with the contest. Thank you so much, Tanya B. Thank you for all you do. I'm gonna give you an applause for uh, for hooking us up with Carl Banks and getting us that gear. I Please, people, vote, 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 vote. I voted yesterday. I waited in line for five minutes. It's not that hard. Not at all. Not at all. So many options for you. Bye, brother. Congrats on the Falcons. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) I know you ain't happy, but... The fans are. <laughs> so, you a, a fan. fan. You a fan. But I know for different reasons you don't want the you don't want the win. I got you. I'm a real fan. I want the Super Bowl, not no win. Yeah, I got you. All right, y'all. Well, on that note, episode fifty five is in the can, y'all, and we are out of here. Have a great Peace week. Out. Peace. Peace. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.